My name is Rick Napier. I'm the president of 321 Biz Development, located in Northern California, somewhere between Sacramento and San Francisco. And 321 Biz Development, we are a sales system uh, training and business development consulting firm. Today, I am so delighted to have a guest who is from Metro Seattle, and his company is called Rain City Notary Services. So without further delay, I would like to welcome to the 321 Biz Development Podcast, Rashad Washington, the owner of Rain City Notary Services. Good morning, Rashad. How are you doing? I am great. Thank you for that introduction. Um, you, you, you humble me, and if people could see a black man blush right now, <laughs> yes. Anyway, well, I tell you what, ahead. man. This is a very informal, very informal uh, interview. I, I like it that way. I like you know, for people just to just say what's on their mind and answer the questions, just like we were talking a couple of days ago. Um, so let's let's do it like that because I believe that you are a very likable person, and like I mentioned on the the, the podcast promo, the interview promo, being likable and loving what you do are the top things that people need in order to be a successful business owner. So I want to thank you for that. Absolutely. I want to thank you for your, your time. I know you have a busy schedule. So let me ask you the, the first question. Uh, please tell our listening audience about Rain City Notary Services. Well, Rain City Notary Services, um, it's kind of my brainchild. Um, I am a solo owner, and I just, when I started the business, I kind of wanted to do something that incorporated my best skills, um, primarily customer service. And I needed to figure out, you know, if I was going to own my own business, what would I be good at doing? Um, I feel like I'm a man of the people, and... It shows in my work. I have a lot of repeat customers, and, you know, I, I love what I do. Um, I love the fact that I can help people with their problems on a moment's notice, typically. And you're, you're not just putting your signature on paper or stamping your seal on a document. You are transforming people's lives by not only giving them convenience and giving them their time back, but also um, also just being there for them in their time of need. And I get thanks every single day, and I give thanks as well that I have found a niche that suits me and my skill set in the best way. Um, with my business, I, I'm mobile. So no office, and it fits a good niche. A lot of people tell me, you know, I never knew this existed. I never knew this existed. I get that daily. And, you know, I'm opening people up in my business one, one brick at a time, one customer at a time. I like to say one brick because you're building your foundation every single day. But that's, that's the gist of what I provide. You know, it's not just a notary service. It's more than that. It's about helping your community, um, being there for people, saving people time, saving people energy, saving people frustration. 
it's it's a lot of things. Excellent. Excellent. Now I see you named your company Rain City Notary Services, and for people who are who who are not familiar with the uh, Seattle metro area, you guys get a little <laughs> rain, right? <laughs> this time of year, no, surprisingly, but yes, during I'd say probably after mid October until uh, probably April. April, it kind of starts to taper off daily, maybe even May. It rains a lot. It can snow out here. There's a lot of hills. Um, So the challenges of getting around, especially when when the temperature really drops, can be frightening at times. Treacherous. Yeah, it rains a lot. (laughs) It rains a lot. Um, yeah, I've been on, I've been on I five uh, when it was when it was snowing and I saw cars all turned over and uh, and they had Washington State plates and I figured I I thought I said to myself these must these must be rental cars because man if you lived for, lived here for a while you must you must know because it was it was I think it was something like nineteen degrees when I was there and it was it yeah. was snow every place so you have a very appropriately named company rain city notary services yeah we don't get snow a lot out here i mean we definitely get it more in the mountains like east of here and the olympic mountains to the west but it it definitely rains a lot out here during the winter but that's Mm -hmm. also in the fall and even the spring but that's also what keeps things green here as well like right now it's perfect it's been perfectly sunny i almost forgot what rain looks like at this point because we haven't had rain in a while Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, rain. It is. There's a lot of nicknames for Seattle. I've heard Rain yep. City. I've heard Jet City. You know, for Boeing and the airplane industry. Um, I've heard Cloud City. Uh, but yeah, Rain City. I feel like that that appropriately fits Seattle. Exactly. It's, it's our calling card. <laughs> That exactly. <laughs> yep. So here's my next question, Rashad. Uh, what service niche does Rain City Notary Services fill? And I know we talked a little bit about that. So please share with our with, with the local people who will listen to this podcast episode, as well as people who live outside the state of Washington who may, who may need your services for, let's say, loan signing, like we talked about this morning. What service niche does Rain City Notary Services not fill? Um, <laughs> we fill everything. Um, as far as the corporate sector, you're dealing with, well, I'm dealing with hospitals, um, nursing facilities, assisted living facilities, um, lawyers. Uh, I've dealt with some dentists. I've dealt with, obviously, title and escrow, um, with the loan signings. Pretty much any business entity that needs a notary, I can help you. You know, save your time. Don't go to UPS. I'll just put it out there. They can't notarize everything, and that's a common misconception. People think they can go to their credit union or their bank, financial institution, what have you, or the UPS office, FedEx even, and think they can get their documents notarized. Half the time, they don't even have a notary there. Um, and even if they do, because they don't have any interest in your situation, they might not even touch your documents even still. Um, 
So that's where I come in with the private sector, you know, the the just the everyday person that needs their documents notarized, you know, um, anything from wills and trusts, powers of turn, power of attorney documents, um, you name it, I do it. So whether you're a business owner or just a normal everyday human being like me, I got you. I have you covered, and I can definitely provide you service. There's no job too big or too small for me. Um, I, I, I can honestly say at this point I've done it all. Uh, I've dealt with single one-page, I call them stamp-and-go documents, you know, I'm in and out. I've dealt with, matter of fact, two days ago I had a loan signing that was about somewhere around 250 to 275 pages. And we just go through it one by one, make sure we don't leave any blanks, make sure that everything is covered, check, double-check, triple-check my work, and make sure that that customer is thoroughly satisfied before I leave. And that's what it's all about, no matter whether you're a business owner or just a normal person needing a document. I got you. All righty. Now, Seattle reminds me of the San Francisco Bay Area because you got the the downtown area. You have the northern part, kind of like where you live. And then you have the southern part, like Tacoma, which which reminds me of San Jose. So what parts Mm -hmm. of Seattle, of Metro Seattle, does Rain City Notary Services cover? You got Bremerton to the west. Uh, So, yeah, please describe your service area. Well, so you probably don't know this, but I do I do weddings as well. So I've actually branched off the, the wedding business from Rain City Notary Services. I'm now known as the Rain City Officiant for anybody needing wedding officiant services. Just put that plug out there. Um, for those types of services, I service all over. I mean... Peninsula, it could be north, it could be south, east, whatever. But for notary services, and that's what, what we're talking about here, um, I try to keep my reach rather small depending on the job, depending on the client. Um, so I live in Linwood, Washington, which is north of Seattle, south of Everett. Um, I go north, probably Everett, Marysville, Tulalip, the casino area. I've gone as far north as Arlington in the past. A lot of it just depends on the type of job, though. And if I can't do it, I have a network of notaries that I can reach out to that probably could, no matter where you're at. Um, So that's to the north of me. To the east of me, I service the entire east side, whether it be Woodenville, Bothell, I don't really consider Bothell the east side. Um, Bellevue, definitely. Redmond, you know, Microsoft area. Um, Kirkland, I'm over there a lot. Kenmore. Um, I try not to go any further south than Bellevue on the 405 I-90 corridor. Um, Issaquah, Sammamish. Um, Obviously, all of Seattle. I try not to go any further than South Seattle, just because at that point it's not really advantageous. Plus, I-5 traffic is horrible, as we, <laughs> we know, whether you're in K-1 
California or, or Washington, whatever. Um, West Seattle. Um, West Seattle is pretty unique right now because the West Seattle Bridge, which pretty much connects mainland Seattle to that side over across the Puget Sound, the bridge is closed right now. It's been closed for like a year. So you kind of have to go around and back through to get there. So West Seattle is a little tough to get to right now, but I still go over there often. Um, do a lot of weddings in West Seattle, actually. It's very, very beautiful. If you check out my Instagram, you'll see that. But, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm all over. I mean, all of Metro Seattle, the primary areas. I try not to go renting um, just because the traffic going down there is horrible. Um, I don't really go – I try not to go past downtown Seattle. That's, mm-hmm. that's typically my rule of thumb unless – Unless it's a wedding, mm-hmm. if it's a wedding, I'm I'm everywhere. Gotcha, gotcha. So your regular business hours are <laughs> probably Monday through Friday, maybe a Saturday, maybe sometimes a Sunday. Maybe no, every day, <laughs> six a.m. to ten p.m. I'm on the I'm on the hustle every day. Oh, right. I love it. I love it. So here's my, my next question. I need vacation. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. The wives always say that, but they're yeah. happy when you bring the dough in. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> so, what was your what What has been your most memorable, uh, you know, company event uh, since you've been open? The one that stands out at the top of your mind for the notary side or for the wedding officiant side. Cause I do no, let's, let's take the let's take the notary side, and you can also include. Let's say both. Okay, so I'll give you one from both sides. Now, the notary side, I've got a lot of experiences, but I will say the 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 most compelling thing that I come across all the time, and it's really sad. Um, it's people who don't have their affairs in order, and when I say that, I'm talking about the wills. Last will and testament, you know, don't want things going to probate. Um, and I see that all the time. Or I hear it all the time. You know, this person didn't have this or that in order. They didn't get their affairs in order, and all of a sudden they're, they're deceased. And now this family's got to come in and get these documents signed off by me, whatever they might be. And now I've got to clean up the mess and hear about it. It's sad, really. Mm -hmm. It's sad when you have people out there that unfortunately, you know, family members probably know about what they need to do to get their affairs in order, but that family member that's now deceased did not. And you've got to see these people pick the pieces. It's, Mm -hmm. It's very disheartening. So I tell people all the time, you know, even if people are just finding out about me, you know, get your get your affairs in order. Because you never know when it's your time to go. It's pretty sad. Um, mm-hmm. It's I, I hear a lot of stories from people as well. You know, the beauty in doing what I do is when people allow you to come into their house and they get comfortable with you and they see that I'm, I like to say, a man of the people. Um, people tend to trust you, and you know, you have conversations. I'm no stiff by any means. I love conversating with folks, and 
when that happens, you kind of open that Pandora's box as far as like people telling you things. Um, I came across a gentleman that I've dealt with a couple of times now, and he told me the story of how he had to go down to Florida to um, the, these documents were pretty much documents closing on his property, well, like releasing his property, um, his condo. But his brother was ex-military um, and apparently blew his brains out. And when he did that, um, his body had been there for a couple of days. And the brother, the one that I've been dealing with, caught wind of this, went straight down to Florida, and he had to clean up his brother's remains, mm-hmm. you know, cleaning, having, hiring a cleaning service to do that can be thousands and thousands of dollars, which he did not have. Because mm-hmm. um, at that point, you're dealing with toxic waste. And I'm sorry, this might be too much, but my point is you hear things like this from people because they trust you. They trust that, you know, you, you're going to do right by them. And that's, it's, it's, it's cash 22, really. It's like, you feel horrible for people sometimes. And I do hear and see the worst of the worst. I see people on the deathbed. I see people that are in bad shape in hospitals, just came out of surgeries, this, that, and the other. And then you see the good things, you know, like this person's closing on a home for the first time and they need to have these documents signed. So I see the full gamut of human emotion consistently. It's tough sometimes to swallow. Sometimes you feel really happy for people depending on the situation, but I, that's, that's the most memorable thing that I come across with the notary side. Um, but that's a consistent thing as well. So those memories stick with me. I probably will write a book about some of these things one day. Or start but, a TV show. Man, I'm telling you, I, I, need, to, I need to do that. Um, but from the wedding aspect, you know, that's pretty much all happy stuff. Um, I, I'm not going to tell you the TV show, but I was invited to um, officiate a wedding for a very, very popular TV show here in this area. Um, it was one of the most amazing experiences that I've had. I mm-hmm. actually got to see how a live TV set works um, with all the moving parts. You really don't realize how many things go into a TV production, whether it be the people driving you to and from the event, the catering crew, the the people working the cameras, the production set, the producers, all of these things. And they treated me like a VIP. I felt great. I felt honored to be there, more importantly, humbled, because they chose me to do this. So, um, I'm not going to say what TV show because of the confidentiality agreement I had to sign, but mm-hmm. um, I'll, I'll let you know when this TV show comes out, Rick. Okay. Um, I'll definitely make sure to let you know, but it's, it's, 
heavily watched. I say that, and I'm, I'm one of the officiants that got to um, preside over a ceremony. It was great. It was a little nerve wracking, but once I started speaking, all those nerves just kind of went away. But gotcha. yeah, that's definitely memorable from the the wedding side. Okay, and thanks for sharing that. Uh, those those moments on the notary side where people. Yeah, you know, the, you know, there's a lot of things that happen to people in our daily lives, and and uh, you know, people listening to this episode may not be aware that there are some things, some legal documents that need to be signed, no matter what situation is is, is happening at that, at that time. So, thanks for sharing that. You plugged, um, you know, the the you plugged your industry very well just then. So, I appreciate that. Before we move it's, on to it's the my everyday, <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So before we move on to the second phase of the uh, podcast interview, what is the best way for people to contact Rain City Notary Services? Well, you could definitely reach out to me via email if you'd like. That's uh, Rain City Notary Services, all one word, at gmail dot com. You can call my phone number, my business number, which is area code 425-310-7373. Um, typically what I will do, I won't, that's not a cell phone, that's voice only. But if you call me and you'd like to do business with me, my typical procedure is just giving you my cell phone number from there. That way you can call me at any point in time. Um, I've also got social media as well. Um, Check me out on Instagram, Rain City Notary Services, all one word. I'm also on social media for the um, wedding officiant business as well, which is the Rain City Officiant, all one word. Excellent, excellent. And again, I'm open twenty. I'm open um, every day of the week, six a.m. to ten p.m. If you need me, I'm here for you. Excellent. I love it. So I am speaking with Rashad Washington. He's the owner of Rain City Notary Services in Metro Seattle. And we just listened to a little bit about uh, his his business services and his niche and uh, his hours and some of the uh, situations that he sees in, in every day of doing business. Now I want to move on to some of the, the business questions that a lot of people need to know. There's, we have a lot of uh, listeners who have a business and maybe it's struggling or perhaps they want to start a business and uh, they, they need that. They need to have this soul searching that it seems like you went through uh, when you started your business. So I'm going to ask the same question that, that I asked before, but this time, please, please answer it from a, from a business owner's perspective. What was the compelling reason why you started your business? Was it because of things like, Man, I got to make some things happen. Was it because, you know, I I, I need to get out of my nine to five and I'll, I want to be my own boss? So please describe why you started Rain City Notary Services from that perspective. So this might be a little long. So um, a lot of it really just comes down to wanting to control my own destiny. You know, I've been out here for 12 years, and in those 12 years, I've held jobs. I work for a company called Wave Broadband. 
which was at the time based in Washington, worked there for six years, um, made it up to like a kind of a supervisory role. I couldn't really gain any traction there, so I ultimately left, went to another job, quit that job, ultimately got on with King County Metro. King County Metro was a bus system. Got my CDL, commercial driver's license. I still have it. Never given that up for any matter what. Um, but and I love that job. That was my favorite job, quote unquote, <laughs> of all time. Um, the freedom that it gave me to just be out in the open road driving a bus. And I'm talking about a foot bus. Sometimes, but the mostly 60 foot buses. You know, they're articulated coaches. Ultimately. On um, July 3rd, 2019, I believe that was the day, I got in a very bad accident with the bus right around south of downtown, Soto, as we call it, that area sort of, stadiums. Uh, somebody ran into the intersection, jumped the light pretty much into the intersection. I was still going through the intersection as the light went from yellow to red, Um even though it was not my fault, I already cleared the intersection. They deemed it my fault, fought it with the union, and took about four or five months, but ultimately they let me go. Mm -hmm. Left that job, obviously, kind of did some soul searching, no lie, did some Uber, other things as well, um, and ultimately ended up working. Triple A in the state of Washington. This was right around the time the pandemic got started. Two weeks after I started this job, they sent everybody home to work from home. Mind you, I just started this job. I really didn't know much of anything. I was still on the fringes of coming out of training. So I was scared at this point. I'm like, how am I going to do this? Like, I've never worked from home before. Like, I've never done any of this stuff. Mm -hmm. But I stayed there for about a little over a year, I think maybe a year and a month. The prevailing theme in all of these is that if I wanted to have happiness and I wanted to, you know, be able to do the things that I needed to do or wanted to do when I wanted to do them, freedom, I had to control my own destiny because you don't want your destiny in the hands of somebody else. That is, at this point in life, my biggest fear. I don't want my death in somebody else's hand. You know, deal with things that are totally out of your control, like government, taxes, just life stuff. That Some of that stuff's out of your hands. But you need to have satisfaction in what you do. Now, how I came about the notary business, I was just watching YouTube one day. I saw an ad. And it kind of piqued my interest. Years ago, my mom, she well, she still works for the Lucia County School Board in um, Florida, where I'm from. But I needed a document notarized. And she brought me to this woman, worked at the school I personally. And it was just interesting. She was just talking to me about being a notary. And I didn't know what a notary even was. That was the first time in my life I ever needed to die and notarize. This was like around like 2002. But it 
always that that interaction always stuck me for some reason. I'm like, man, so nice, and I know her personally, and all she did was stamp documents and got paid for it. <laughs> I was like, well, and then I needed the document notarized from the bank one day, like right around the time of the pandemic. That is just stuck with me. You're getting paid to put your signature and a stamp on a document. How oh, easy is that? Well, it's not really that easy because you really need to know what you're doing. But at the time, that was my thought. The notary, it encompasses a lot of the things that are a skill set. That's what really drew me to it. Like, I still get to have that customer interaction that I crave. Um, just being able to, because that's all I've ever done was really just deal with people. Like, and if I'm not working a job, why not do that on my own, on my own terms? Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that I can kind of move about and I'm not stuck in one spot, that definitely appealed to me. Just like driving the bus. I was never stuck in one spot. I was always on the move. Um, the fact that I can gain with repeat business and make inroads with the community. That appealed to me. So the one this is that I will say to anybody, find something, find something that's your passion. Like figure out what your passions are first and then figure out what you're good at second. Combine those two together and then see if that works for you. Because that that's pretty much how I came up with what I'm doing now. It just was by chance that I saw this YouTube ad, and then it kind of reminded me of the different interactions that I've had with the notary in my life. Combine that with my previous skills, my skill set, and it's a perfect match. It's a perfect match. Excellent. So here's my next question. I have uh, maybe two or three more. Uh, you mentioned uh, yes, fear, and you know that was part of uh, being a bus- about being a business owner. Uh, what was that fear? that you had. I mean, uh, a lot of people, you know, like, like I mentioned yesterday on the promo, have very expensive degrees and they have fear. And then there are people that have uh, little to no degrees and they have fear as well. So how did you overcome that fear of saying, okay, I need to make $1,000, $2,000, $3,000 per month and I got a business how do how did you overcome that fact that you you had to tr- you had to deal with people? Dealing with people's always been easy. I think when we're talking about for me at least, um, the fear aspect it it just comes down to how do I put this? Like my life is on the line. Let's put it that way. So when I have that mentality that survivalist mentality, I'm never going to come up short. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't have a degree. I did do a little bit of college, but realize that, you know, like a lot of people nowadays are realizing college is not for me. It it just never was, even though that's the American lie that people want to, you know, push on you. You know, you go to school, graduate high school, you go to college, you work, you die. That's the American lie. I did mm-hmm. I, I just out of working these different jobs and stuff and then maybe I should go back to school. I realized all oh, that's a lie. 
for me. So my fear, I had turned my fear into action. Um, when you have your back against the wall, you you need to fight or you're gonna fly. Fight flight mentality. I'm a fighter. I don't I don't run. So when I when I said I'm gonna do this, I gave it a shot. I tried to just soak up as much knowledge as I could on what I'm doing, like the notary aspects, and I just start applying those things. Now don't get me wrong, I've had many peaks and many valleys. There's days I might have five, six, seven notarizations, and the next day I might not have any. Um, I, I've gone through those moments. Um, it's definitely a lot more consistent now because I built a base. But there are times where I was like, I don't know if I could do this. There were times I've like, maybe I have to lower my price um, to gain more business. Like, I've gone through these moments and you know, as you grow your business, you're gonna you're gonna go through these moments. You're gonna have your highest of highs and lowest of lows, or at least what you think are your lowest of lows. But the one thing that I've learned is, no matter what, your approach has to be consistent. Mm-hmm. If you're not consistent with your approach, whatever it is, you aren't. You're gonna be stuck in the mud. And I don't want to be stuck in the mud. I'm trying to thrive. Like I got, I got three daughters. I got a wife. I got bills to pay. Um, but on top of that, I have a drive to succeed, and that's what pushes me every day when I wake up. Like, what challenges do I need to overcome today? Let's let's focus on those. How many appointments do I need to do today? Let's focus on those. Um, little things like stupid stuff. Like, am I drinking enough to work? Am I, am I um, making sure I eat properly? Um, I'm, I'm a horrible eater, by the way. Anyways, um, <laughs> um, just stupid stuff like that. Um, but my, my goal is to be as consistent as I could possibly be. Um, if, you, if you become complacent, that's the number one key to failure. I don't want to be complacent. I want to be consistent. There you That's go. That's what I, I focus on every day. When I there do that, go. I'm going to win regardless. I like it. I like it. So we have just uh, spoken with uh, Rashad Washington, and he's the owner of Rain City Notary Services. And uh, Rashad, I want to tell you something, man. When I, when we first connected, and I I found you on Instagram, and and people who know me, who've known me for a long time, I'll just pick up the phone and just, if I, if I like what you're doing, I'll just pick up the phone and call you, not even to even pitch my product. I'll call you to say, man, congratulations. I like what you're doing. Keep up the good work. Because, you know, when I was, when I was in the military, I had people, you know, helping me like that. And then I went to corporate America, had people helping me like that. So I always like to give kudos to people who are doing it. I mean, it's just, it's just a natural thing for me. It's just a natural thing. So do you have any closing I, comments? Let me, let me add to that real quick. Yeah. I don't mean to interrupt you, but let me just add to that real quick. So I'm glad you did that because I'm not going to lie. Like when I, when I, when you reached out to me, I was a little skeptical at first. Um, but we, since then we've definitely made a connection and I'm greatly appreciative of that. Um, and that's, that's kind of 
to add to what I was just talking about a moment ago, that's the thing that people need to understand. You need to sometimes just take a chance. Take a chance and see what works. If it doesn't work, take a chance on something else and see what works. You know, like the person that invented electricity, you know, and made it into the products that we see today, you know, they took a chance. person that in the, the inventors of the world, let's just say, they took a chance on things. Um, people in the civil rights movement, they took a chance. Mm-hmm. People that are just some of the most inspirational people, they take chances. They take risks. You have to take risks in order to have that success. But if you take no risk at all, you're never going to be successful. That's yep. just my take on that whole interaction, how you reached out to me, because you took a risk. And here we are right now. Now you got a new podcast episode, and it, it's weird because for me, like, I don't really like talking about myself. You know, so I was a little nervous to even do this, even maybe 10 minutes up to doing it. But as you're asking, that's crazy, right? But as the questions come and it just makes me think like, hey, you know what? I've got a lot of material to talk about. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. It's, it's hard. It's easy for me to sit here and ask people questions, but it's hard for me to sit here and give information just because I'm, I'm a I feel like I'm a pretty modest person. Like I don't, I don't really care for accolades or attention or any of that stuff. I'm definitely not an attention now. That's just not me. Um, I, I prefer to stay not to be in the limelight, but if people ask, I'll definitely tell them. If people mm-hmm. want advice on something, I'll definitely give it. It's just natural at this point for me. So yeah, there you go. Exactly. All right. So I'm speaking with Rashad Washington, the owner of Rain City Notary Services. And I believe that's your website too, RainCityNotaryServices.com. That's your website, right? That is correct. That's yes, right. it is. And uh, his uh, website and social media links will be included in the podcast description. And Rashad, I want to thank you uh, for taking time out of your day. And we will definitely be, you know, working together and, and, and doing some things and helping you uh, connect with more people up there and, and, and vice versa. You can probably lead me to some connections, but I want to thank you, man, for being a, being a guest. Rick, I'm more than grateful. Anytime you need anything, you, you know how to reach out to me and um, we will definitely be connecting again in the future. So I appreciate it. All right. From the great state of Washington, Metro Seattle, Rashad Washington, owner, Rain City, uh, Rain City Notary Services. Almost made you a mortgage person. Um, <laughs> you have a good day, brother. <laughs> hey, you too. All right. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye.